Hello, hello once again, and welcome to I Am Live, this wonderful hangout. I'm joined here in studio by a wonderful young entrepreneur, and we're going to get to know her together. Um, If you remember that this is my favorite approach to interviews, just picturing it as you and I getting to know the person in studio together, getting to know who they are, where they come from, what is their journey. Um, I'm very excited by today's interview because I'm getting to know a young entrepreneur, which I see as an emerging trend within not just South Africa, but Africa as a whole. Uh, Young entrepreneurs who want to see themselves, you know, make some kind of a dent within the industry of commerce or within the industry of business. Um, So how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Mr. Given. Thanks yourself. Awesome, awesome. I'm doing fantastic. Now she I wanna say she is an award winning weighing in hundred and seventy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys are in the generation that are you in the generation that watches wrestling? Yeah, I did. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe wrestling is still a thing, hey? <laughs> All right, let's get to know who you are um, and where you come from. So tell us your name. Uh, where do you come from within uh, South Africa or or within the broader, broader Africa? And also, which is what I'm really excited to talk about, what do you do? Okay, um, let me start by saying hello to everyone who's listening. My name is Buntle Nkabinde. I am from a place called Soshanguve. It's located in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. So um, basically what I do, I am an entrepreneur. I own a hardware store. Mm-hmm. I can say two hardware stores. And I'm still thriving my way up. To I can humbly more. say two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Congratulations on that, Thank by the way. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. So when did you start your journey into, do you prefer me call it entrepreneurship or do you prefer I call it business? Um, entrepreneurship has got class. Right, so right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. So when did you start your journey into entrepreneurship? I started my journey at the year of 2012. Okay. That is when I saw that um, in a community that I come from, people needed building materials. We needed yes. upgrading. So there was a struggle of people getting building materials because they were sold very far and you find that the prices are expensive Mm. so i figured why not i can become the solution to that to the problem that's when i started okay so people needing tools in order to get construction done and uh daily home repairs now this brings me to my golden question right obviously what makes your journey into entrepreneurship a bit unique is that you are a female entrepreneurship entrepreneur uh who has chosen to go into one of the most masculine (laughs) industries in 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 all of the continent basically um so how how first of all do you feel um, like you are doing something big because you're a woman in such a space? Definitely, yes. Mm, um, mm. I felt that changing the game and how we women are viewed um, was just the best call I could ever take for my life. No, well well done on doing that. Yeah. I can imagine that most times when you say that uh, you own two hardware stores, uh, first of all, she she's very deceiving. I'm just going to describe her to you guys. She uh, looks very shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looks quite shy and then she you come and listen to her accolades and you're like, "Wow, dynamites do come in shy packages." <laughs> 
<laughs> no, so I, I imagine that as you continue, like, you know, introducing yourself and introducing your business, you get a lot of people um, having eye shockers whenever you say that you actually own two hardware stores. Uh, where are they located? They are located um, in Soshanguve. Mm-hmm. It's in extension 14 via M17 roads. That's where you get us. Okay, okay. They're both in Soshanguve. They're both in Soshanguve. Okay, fantastic. So tell me about your experience of whenever you introduce yourself um, and say, I own a hardware store. Like, is, is, is the response usually, wow, a woman in owning a hardware store? Or rather, let me rather put it this way. Do you find that people are supportive or do you find that people um, look at you like, why would you do that? Well, basically, it depends on the environment. Mm. Now, with the other 50% is people asking, are you the PA? Are you representing somebody? And then that's when you find to get that um, I have to explain myself and make it clear as to what I'm doing. So yeah. with the other 50%, people want to know more. How did you start? Why this field? Why, why, why? Yeah. So I'll just take my time, give them um, the background of what I'm doing and the reason as to why I'm doing it. Okay, I see. So you wouldn't say that your experience has been negative? No, it's balanced. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't like the sound of that (laughs) because that means you're getting 50 50. Yeah. You know, being a woman, come on. You just. Yeah. There are times when you get people who want to be harsh, but they just come a bit fragile to you, wanting to understand a bit more. Yes. So I'm not surprised at all because even my own family members were like. Are Are you you originally from Sosha or are you from elsewhere and you all you came this side or were you born and raised there? I was born and bred in Sushanguve. Okay, fantastic. So it's really your community. It is. Okay. It is. And um, is it Zulu? It's Ndebele. It's Ndebele. Yes. Okay. I am. I grew up in Ndebele. Okay. And then realized later that I'm actually Swati. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to be part of your tribe. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> Wrong tribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to Masilele, you'd know it's, it's yes. Ndebele. Yes. yes. My yes. actual surname is Sibande. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm using my mother's surname. Which is Masilela. So, yes, yes, yes. I'm doing I'm doing my own personal research. I'm asking you because I'm doing my own personal research of whether people t- how people tend to choose the types of businesses that they go into. Yeah, but anyways, apart from that, I'm very I'm, I I love your story and I love your journey and I feel that the more your 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 business grows, the more the fact that you're a woman in such a um, un- unpopularly woman field it's mostly men um, it, it's going to be very interesting it's going to have a very interesting narrative to it so I'm looking forward to that yeah. um, what were some of your biggest challenges in in let's let's talk about because I imagine that when you started back in back when you started in 2012 right, 2012, that's right. your your vision was it to have a hardware store or did you have other things that you eventually landed on this? Um, Okay. Um, I knew I wanted to do something big. Yes. I knew that um, the field where men are dominant, that's where I want to see myself. Mm, So basically, mm. I saw myself as a woman who's driving this humongous truck going in and out of South Africa. So now with life and growth and experiences, um, I settled for hardware, which it turned out to be the best choice I could have ever made because you Mm. get to own a truck instead of driving one, you know, Mm. you get Mm. to be there when the truck is stuck and it needs fixing, you get to experience. And And you looked forward to that. Yes. I find you so interesting now. (laughs) 
<laughs> I find you so interesting because most women I know would have been like, ew, <laughs> a truck, ugh, <laughs> oil in my hands. <laughs> and, and I'm guessing, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this a bit stereotypically, but I'm guessing, so, or rather, let me rather ask you, uh, because obviously what you're talking about now, owning a truck, which has always been your vision since you've, wanted to aspire within business yes. i love that for one because i've picked up on the fact that and i don't know if you've seen it as well a lot of young um, south african youth tend to want to do businesses that don't solve problems within their community for one that's correct you understand what yes, i mean yes. they want to be a famous youtuber which youtube can youtube solves problems for me so okay. i'm not even <laughs> i'm not even throwing shade but i think they that we tend to aspire towards the um, fancy careers yeah, we tend to aspire towards those. Like you'll find people wanting to be influencers, wanting to be musicians. Um, and I think we lose the crux of what and, and what I feel is the inspiring and worthwhile part of pursuing a career, which is to help True. and and bring up the rest of your community. Um, so I love the fact that you just chose very hardcore, raw. And not only that, you did it because it's what you wanted to do. Which makes your story so interesting, honestly speaking. Uh, it's unfortunate we have limited time. Um, so tell me about these trophies. Uh, I'm sitting here with two trophies uh, awarded to Bontle Kabinde. Um, I, I was in Debele, I should be able to pronounce that. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sitting here with the Buntle and I have two of her trophies uh, that look rather amazing. Uh, one of them, it's KAB, am I correct? Yes, KAB. KAB, Leadership Award Winner of 2022. And the other one is KAB, uh, Business Plan Award Winner of 2022. So you are you are a dynamite um, in a shy package. Thank you. Yeah? <laughs> so tell me about these. Let's first talk about the, the leadership one. Okay. Um, KB is a, a program mm -hmm. that um, I joined to upskill myself. Okay. It's a place where they give us training through the entrepreneurship um, skills that we need. So it really gave me a break away from the tracks where I would sit, read and understand more of the entrepreneurship, which we basically we find ourselves in a place of being in businesses and we don't really understand the roots that we need to really make them strong so that we can just keep on going. Mm, so mm. with KAB, they came along and then they really helped with that. So um, as I was part of the team, um, as you can see the trophy there, yes. um, the leadership one, it's them picking up the leadership skills in me. Mm -hmm. I was ex exercising that in, my, my, in the classroom whereby... Um, it's you know what if it's what you do daily yeah. you can't sit back yeah you know it yeah. automatically pushes you to say no help to take a decision no contribute. oh so so if i'm understanding you correctly this was awarded to you for them having observed you put it to practice practically and not an, a test you wrote no. <laughs> and got the highest mark yes that's okay i love that yeah. i love that i love that okay then uh let's talk about the business plan award now we were, there was a time when we were given a time to prepare a business plan for um for it to be uh, also checked okay so was it specifically were, for your business or just generally 
Um, for everyone, it mm-hmm. was generally because in a class you find that we're doing different things. Some, they are on the starting road. They want to yes. be entrepreneurship. They are not there yet. Mm. So we were being taught how to organize a business plan and bring it to place. Mm. So mm. Um, I just took every experience that I know. Okay. I was as honest as I can. I was clear about my visions and missions. Mm-hmm. And then I did put spice you know, of seeing myself owning hardware all over Africa. Yeah. And Do you? I, Do you? Definitely, that's okay. where I'm going from. So here. it's not, remember what spice means, ne? <laughs> when we talk about, ah, shapileka spice nyana. Kim shapileka di spice. No. Not that spice. Not that spice. <laughs> okay, okay. So by spice, you mean you, you spoke more not about where you are, but you spoke about your greater vision of also where you want to be. Yes. Okay, that's fantastic, hey? I'm intimidated. Mina business scares me. I won't lie to you. Really? <laughs> it absolutely scares me. You should join KAB. They're going to pull me out of my comfort. Uh-uh, I'm good. <laughs> okay, awesome. So then you focused on building a business plan. That's um, Quick question. With regards to the business plan, because I remember I wanted when I when I back when I started, I want to get into doing business. I remember we did a business plan back in high school. So in high school, my I focused on commerce subjects, uh, which is business, accounting. Uh, well, it was basically business and accounting. Then we had to do maths and science by default. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went to a maths and science uh, high school. So I remember we did a business plan there. That was my first introduction to it. And then later when I finished varsity, um, I, I wanted to, to get into business, but I'm glad I didn't. Mm. I'm really glad I didn't. Okay. Uh, but in my journey to try and understand the process of getting funding, I was exposed a lot to business plans, you know. And yes. one of the things I hate the most about business plans is how thick they are. Oh. <laughs> like I hate and I know I'm not the only one. Um so my 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 question is did you have to draft like a f- this big of of a of a business plan uh in order for you to be monitored and your business plan to be because that takes time. True. Yeah, that takes time and I know there are people who will charge you 10,000 rands Just to, to draft a business yours. plan. Um so firstly here's what I want to know. Did you have to write like 20, 30 or 50 page business plan? And secondly, how do you personally feel about business plans? Um, okay. Before I joined the KAB, mm-hmm. I had the similar feeling that you have it. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why um, I didn't even make time to make a business plan, I just carried it in my head and practiced it every day in my work environment. <laughs> so now with KAB... That's my kind of business plan. <laughs> With KAB, it was actually simplified, let me say modified, maybe mm-hmm. from what we used to know it as. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was basically seven pages with everything included, including the cover page. Mm. So it was not that much of a this thick um, okay. business plan. Yeah. So seven I, pages. Yeah. Okay. Can we reduce it down to one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I I don't like planning things on paper. Like I suck at planning things. The less I need to write a plan out, the better. Funny enough, I was actually uh, watching. Perhaps I'll share it with you. I was watching a a video. Um, so 
I Am Youth is currently working on a program which we'll announce later. Um, and we were just talking about how that's something you could potentially be part of. Um, we, I was watching, which is something that will be part of that program. I was, I was watching some videos that ex- that describe a business canvas. Um, if I'm, if I'm d- describing it correctly, I'll tell you now, uh, which is basically a business plan in one page. And one of the things I love about both the this one page canvas where you can literally just list um, all all your business stuff on that one canvas and also the one you're talking about, I imagine it has the same advantage and I don't know if you, you feel that way, is that whenever you get into an industry, you know how we all draw, whenever you draw a graph on how your business is going to profit, it's always going like this. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's going up. It's going up, <laughs> up, up, up all the time. But the thing about having a business plan that's easy that's short and small and concise you can always adjust it how do you feel about that is that one of the things that you found with the seven page business plan it definitely is Mm. um what you're saying is true and learning to do it in a seven page and i was amazed to myself i figured i can cut it to five most you know right yeah that would be me (laughs) (laughs) so now that's where you get to find yourself in a position of wanting to Betify everything that you get, you just want to yes, make it better or simplify it for other people. Yes, you yes, know? yes. So yes. with the eight page, I did find um, this mentality of cutting it to five, but now I'll take time, I'll sit and see how I can do that. So with what you're telling me now, mm-hmm. I think somebody came with a better idea of one page. Yeah, no, Shem, I'm, I, I was very happy to, to <laughs> see the one I'm, look, I'm seeing now. But you know what, I... I'm I'm glad because I've never I haven't looked into like the field of entrepreneurship in quite a while but I'm glad that there are such advancements and that there are organizations that are actually because you know you know one thing I've realized is because of a lot of institutions that are sort of responsible for encouraging it's not just in entrepreneurship it's a lot of other things yes. like you know we tend to be very um I want to say traditional because because you don't want just anybody coming and putting a business plan and saying I want funding. Yes. So they tend to want things to be difficult on purpose. And <laughs> when you do that, you filter out even those ones who could have actually done a good job. You know, I would I I hate to think about all the young South Africans who could have built amazing businesses like myself. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just afraid of business plan. You know what I mean? Yes. The one thing that, that I, I would look at and that I wouldn't be able to spend my time doing is drafting a business plan. Now you're telling me about 50-page business plan. So I love, I absolutely, absolutely love that approach. Um, so now my, my final question to you uh, before before we say goodbye. Um, I was looking for, for the name of this. I think it's a, it's a business canvas, if I remember correctly. I can't seem to find it. Okay. But anyways, uh, reaching the conclusion of our, of our conversation, I'm glad to have gotten to know you um, and, and understand how you've, you've come to a... That I'm actually mostly shocked by the fact that it it's since you started your journey into entrepreneurship, you've always wanted to be in the more masculine space. And I hope you don't mind me say, saying no, that. No, yeah. it's okay. I'll also grow mas- muscular one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, what would you say has been your, I mean, you've since you've started in 2012, you've been at it for, for a few years now. Yes. What has been your, your, your hardest challenges that you've had to face? Is it raising funds? Is it managing staff? Is it um, scaling? Because now you've technically scaled up to two. Uh, what has been your most stressful journey? 
Um, honestly speaking, Mr. Given, the challenges that I've met, mm-hmm. um, it was both the managing of the staff mm-hmm. and not having the necessary skills that I've obtained now. Okay. So after um, I've attended the KEB course, mm. um, I feel like I'm a better person now. Mm. I can do way better than two hard ways. You know? I see. I yes. see. So um, those were my challenges and also um, theft. Yo, people steal. And then you have to pay their salaries. <laughs> people will just take you down, especially if you hire people who are not in the same vision as you are. Yes. That's where you find yourself in a problem whereby you need to solve every problem. Instead of um, trying to bring up more job opportunities, you be working backwards. So yeah, mm. those are basically the challenges that mm. I've made. Yeah. I'm about to commit a crime um, that you know you often you are often told never to ask a woman this this question. How old are you? <laughs> Um, I'll forgive you because you. uh, I promised I'll grow some muscular. Um, (laughs) Currently, I'm 32 years of old. I am a young black female. And yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I needed to know that so as to place you within context. Because if there's a 32 year old out there, you said 32, right? I'm a 32 year old. If there's a 32 year old out there listening to you, they would want to. It it sort of contextualizes. So if a person is going to say, "Oh, I'm 32." That means I can do this. Yes, you understand what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Um, so I love, and particularly, and I'm not just saying just 32, but also in particular, a young 32-year-old black African woman, female, uh, female exactly, yes. being able to say, no, I can do this. I can do this and I can make it work. Yes. Um, I love that about your story. I love that about your journey. I'm hoping to visit uh, your hardware stores please. Uh, very soon. Please, please, you're more than welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I'm a hardware person. I recently just got a gift, a toolbox gift. Wow. I'm that guy who wants to try and fix everything around the house. So, fix it. Yeah, when <laughs> I, you know, like uh, for people who love technology and phones and computers, when they walk in an store or a tech tech store they just get so excited i'm like that when i walk in a hardware store (laughs) the feeling is mutual (laughs) awesome awesome thank you so much for joining me um and congratulations on these awards Um, i'm expecting that these are not the last you're gunning for definitely not yes yes yes. (laughs) yeah so looking forward to that and we will be having you again on the show um talking talking um, more about your journey from today and where you'll be at during that time when we're having that conversation. I'm also looking forward to that. So thank you you so much for joining us. Uh, That was Buntling Kabinde, and she is a young female entrepreneur um, who is based here in South Africa, specifically, she said, Sosha, ne? Yes. Yes, uh, specifically in Sosha Nguve, um, and she owns two hardware stores. She has scaled from one to two, and we're looking forward to her announcing more, (laughs) (laughs) continuing to solve real problems problems within her community Um, and i absolutely love that so we're going to leave it there for now um, and say our sayonara but we are not going away forever we're just going to take a short break listen to some music and be back right after this